Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Yo, welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. This is episode 63. 63, what's good, players? 63, we're, uh, 63 we're weeks. past a year. We are, we've taken, I think we've taken two weeks total off. Like, we've done pretty good at having an episode every week, but I think there was two weeks yeah, in there. Yeah, for a year and we missed two? Yeah. That's pretty good. So we, I think we've, we've actually been going about 65 weeks, but. This is our 63rd episode, so maybe we'll have to do some double episodes to catch up. Yeah, we'll catch you back up and even her out. Um, another thing, I've been thinking about, um, and we just want to hear your guys' responses. So if you're listening to this and you uh, want to let us know what you think, uh, just go to the Instagram right now, go to Echo Youth, and then DM us your answer to this question. But Let's go. I've been thinking about, and I haven't told Ben this yet, but I'm thinking about adding occasionally like our Echo Youth sermons, like our messages to our Echo Youth podcast. Um, like, it doesn't have to necessarily be all of them, but if there's like a really good one, we could drop it on there. I don't know if that if that's something you guys would be oh, into. That'd be sick. Let us know. Uh, they'd be about the same length as these as these podcasts, maybe a little bit shorter because they're probably about thirty minutes, um, depending on when we start or finish or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let us know what you if that would be something you'd be interested in listening to, um, and we will add those if we can, and that would catch us up. We'd have to work be awesome. harder at like finding the episodes or whatever. But yeah, that checks out. Could be good. Yeah, you could record them straight off the board. Yeah, we yeah we would just record them and then, and throw then download them on, them on a computer and put them up there. Yeah, it'd be easy. That'd be super cool. Okay. Um, our levels are kind of up and down because we're not yeah. staying in front of our microphone. Sorry, guys. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, 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 um, but okay, so we got John Chapter Eight today, which is really fun. Yes. Ben and I are gonna talk about that, go over that, and then we have a draft to finish it up. And uh, I won last week, so I think the record's like thirty-four to twenty-four right now, or something like that. Thirty-four, twenty-four, one tie. So. Down by 10. Yeah. So it adds up. Okay. Yeah, it adds up. Because guests have beat us before. Okay, here we go. Let's jump right into it. Open your Bibles, if you will, if you're joining us. Um, if you don't have a Bible, you can go on your phone right now. While you're listening, you can go to the App Store and download the Bible app. You version. And, uh, you version Bible app. And you can um, Skim look along. on there. And it's going to be great. So we're in John chapter 8. So if you need to go do that, you can pause this, get that figured out, and then you can follow follow along. Okay? Uh, okay, we're back. Here we go. So uh, chapter 8, there's a couple different cool stories in here. Yes. The first one is one of my favorite stories, um, but a kind of a prerequisite to telling this story. This is the one about the woman caught in adultery. So this is a really great story of redemption i think it's a very biblical story it's a very doctrinally sound story but i will say this that there is kind of some um uh 
question marks on whether this portion or this specific story was in the original transcripts, like if John actually wrote this or if it was a story just, added in yeah. later. So just be cautious with that while you're reading it. Not that you have to like, um, not that you have to disregard it or anything like that. Because I think it's kind of stood the test of time, and it's been in the Bible for so long that I think it. I think it's good. And I think it's scripture. But when you, if you're reading like notes about scripture and you notice something like that, then just like back, like just fact check it with other scripture. And this one, this one adds up. So it's good. It's good to go. But anyways, I believe this is a true story, and it was just added in later at some some in point some in editing. But basically what happens is there is a woman who is caught in adultery. She gets brought in front of like a council, like a like a, a jury almost, uh, of um, religious leaders. And so they ask Jesus a question. Basically this whole time, like for – as you can remember um, – in the chapter before, right, Jesus was at the Feast of Booths and he was telling people it was not yet his time, but then they start, like, pressing him. And so this is when, like, stuff's starting to get real for Jesus, right, because he's starting to tell people um, about his ministry, he's feeding the 5,000, right, and so now we're here. So the, these people are starting to get jealous of Jesus, are starting to know who he is, and they're starting to try and back him into a corner and see if they can arrest him for breaking the religious laws and things like that. So... Um, they say, teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law of Moses, um, in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? So stoning is this old uh, kind of concept. And if you know what it is, then, then just you know what it is. But this is for folks who might not know what it is. Stoning would be literally to throw stones at someone until... Um, on the brink until, of death or dead. <laughs> yeah, most of the time they would die from that. Um, there are instances in the Bible like Paul, uh, the Apostle Paul was stoned um, a couple times, I think, and he survived. So, uh, But anyways, that was the, the point of it was to be stoned to death, which is kind of crazy and gruesome. So these guys are basically saying in the law, Moses instructed us that if a woman was caught in adultery, there she was supposed to be stoned. And they say, what What do you say, Jesus? And so Jesus bent down and he wrote with his finger in the sand, which that's kind of a... a Big debated topic, too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have guessed what Jesus is writing in the sand. I have no clue. It could just be like, some squiggly lines for all we know. Yeah, he could have just been doodling and thinking and like just buying time. He could have been... Some people say that he was writing their sins in the sand. Some people say he was like writing their names in order from oldest to youngest in the sand. Some people say, I don't know. There's a lot of different. Sure, no. But there's no way to know. So yeah. Jesus was writing something in the sand, killing time, uh, doing something. And then he says, let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. So basically he says, who, whichever one of you doesn't has never sinned before, go ahead and throw the first stone. I'm down. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's run it, basically. And so then it gets quiet in the room, as you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it gets quiet in the room, and then uh, and then it says, but when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing there before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, no, she said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go, and uh, from now on, sin no more. So it's kind of a cool story of Jesus' love for us and 
The other thing that we have to remember is like in all of these stories, we want to be like Jesus, but we have to remember that we are not Jesus in these stories. Yeah. That's something that we get um, mixed up on nowadays. Yeah. It's really easy for us to remember as younger Christians, as like newer Christians, we remember that like, oh, we're wretched sinners and Jesus saved us. And like, he's, he's Jesus. And we are uh, the, the, the people being saved. But for some reason, as we, as we are Christians for longer and longer and longer, as we get older and older and older, we start for some reason to think that we've arrived at the Jesus part of it. Yeah. Where now we are the ones saying, go and sin no more. No, Jesus is always telling us to go sin no more. Yeah. Um, so we just have to keep that in mind. That's just something that I wanted to say, like for today's day and age, because uh, with the political um, kind of temperature of the world right now and, and with even in the religious sector and different things that are going on, there's a lot of tension a lot of debate and we have a tendency to pretend like we're Jesus and tell people that they're they're in the wrong that they're state, sinners but go the... sin no more you know whatever yeah um and that's the other thing people think that go and sin no more is like a command of like hey like stop sinning like you're blah, blah, blah. I and I think it obviously is that to a certain extent but it has a much more redemptive tone than it does anything like mm-hmm. really like disciplinary or anything like that yeah. so we have to remember those things too uh, okay moving on there's my two cents on that ben anything finishing on that story uh, you pretty much nailed it bucko okay bucko all right saddle up to the next part <laughs> yeah the next part so we have this is jesus saying i'm the light of the world so again again jesus spoke to them them being uh the people that he was speaking to and the pharisees sadducees all these people and he says i'm the light of the world whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So this was a radical statement, a huge statement. Yeah. Religious leaders didn't like that one. (laughs) No. So the Pharisees said to him, you are bearing witness about yourself. Your testimony is not true. And Jesus answered them, if I do bear witness about myself, my testimony is true, for I know where I came from and I know where I'm going, but you don't know where I come from or where I'm going. You judge according to the flesh. And he says, I judge no one. So pause. A lot of people think, what does that mean? Jesus says he judges... Jesus just said he judges no one, but then, like, we have sins to be accounted for and, and like, the final judgment day. Like, what's that all about if Jesus does – if Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. if Jesus judges no one? But what this is really saying is that there's – we have to remember that there's a timeline to Jesus' life and ministry and things like that. And so Jesus is a – Jesus is basically going to be the one that rescues us from from final judgment. Um, as we will be seen in his righteousness if we believe in him. Yeah. Uh, but others will be judged. Um, but So this is not saying that Jesus won't be a part of that. What this is saying is that while Jesus was on earth, his job was not to judge everybody. His job was to bring salvation. His job was to set people free. Mm-hmm. Um, while warning them that judgment was coming, but judgment wasn't there in the moment, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Just to clear that up. Uh, Just to clear the air. 16 so we're gonna skip ahead so then he talks he talks in references about him and the father and their relationship and how they are kind of one and together and then in let's see verse i think this is a really cool line verse 19 they said to him where is your father jesus answered you know neither me nor my father if you knew me you would know who my father is also which is hard. Which is pretty tough. Yeah, so Jesus is basically telling them, like, like 
you don't really know Yahweh. You don't really know God. Yeah. And which is a super Which is yeah, for the telling the religious leaders that is wild. They're Pharisees and Sadducees. They're they're literally their whole job, their whole life is dedicated Been to knowing devoted Yahweh. Devoted to reading the Torah and reading the scriptures over and over yeah. again. And so Jesus tells them, like, you don't even know Yahweh. You don't even know who he is. He just basically insulted them. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Um let's see. So he says again to them later on, I'm going away. You will seek me, you, but you will die in your sin. Where I'm going, you cannot come. So they start questioning. Is he going to kill himself? Is he going to do these different things? Is What, what is he doing? How, how are we not going to join him? This is in the Bible. I'm reading it. This is not my opinion. This is what it says. Okay? Yep. Um, and he says, you are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Let's go. So Jesus is letting him, letting him have it. He, yeah, he's, he's like, absolutely this, lasering him. This, this whole... Is, chapter he's like this is who i am i'm not like you and he's like like Basically. i i am the way out of this you know and and all that kind of stuff so um let's let's move ahead so they keep questioning him they're arguing they're kind of going back and forth um back and forth not forth um, forth jebus and, and he, forth so he he kept he kept talking to them and telling them they don't understand and so they said to jesus verse 31 um, they said to, to the Jews who had, so Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Really famous um, verse there. That's a really famous verse, which actually is a really famous, like secular phrase that people don't know is from the Bible. It's, like the yeah. truth will set you free. You know, it's, yeah. It's from the Bible, <laughs> hey, that's a, uh, that's from, uh, John. <laughs> it's actually hilarious how many times like people quote scripture and they don't know that it's scripture. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I thought that was like some Gandhi quote. You're like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> sorry to break this it. Is like, this is like a life phrase that I have over me right now. And, like, uh, Oh, Psalms 14. Too. <laughs> yeah. You're like, that's in the Bible. Um, and uh, and they answered him, we are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? And Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Yeesh. Um, so that's a really intense statement. Get lasered. It's talking that like our our, our life is, is, and this is something good to talk about. Being a slave to sin, like there's, there's uh, if we think about what being a slave means, is like there's still a portion of free will, but it's really like our, our, our life is really run by somebody else. Our, our Yeah, slave would be the master. Our livelihood is like determined life. by somebody else. And our choices and the way we move and walk and talk is determined by somebody else. And so that's why sin is so dangerous. It's not beca- it's because once you once you live and start diving into this life of sin, you don't like you almost lose control of yourself. Like you are owned and and uh, and directed by your sin, and so that's why it's dangerous. That's why we need to find Jesus, and that's why Jesus and and Yahweh, in some ways, are referred to like the master. It's a new master. It's a new person who's guiding us and leading us. And yeah, um, and it's a redemptive story instead of how um, we see slavery in 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 the world, and we see slavery that's so so brutal and so wicked and evil, and things we fought fought hard to like eliminate things that are still in this world today that we're finding hard to eliminate. And those are just terrible, terrible things. But think about that when you think about sin, right? It's just, that's kind of how this is brought up. Um, 
And then there's this next portion. I'm not really going to talk about it a lot, but it's like pretty intense. Like verse 39 through 47, uh, he talks basically about how they are sons of the devil. (laughs) He's telling the Pharisees and Sadducees that, that they are, they are children of Satan, essentially children of evil and all this, which is like, yeah, super intense. And he's saying uh, that if basically, if you were, if you were sons of Abraham or if you were sons of the Father, you would be doing things that they would deem worthy. But you're just living a life of sin, and uh, and it's not good. And then the last verse is pretty cool. It says, "Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is because you are not of God." So like he clears up the thing because he, here's here's the thing back in the day these these Pharisees these Sadducees people like that they were their life was devoted to reading the scriptures and and interpreting the scriptures and and guiding the the the, the masses really the masses yeah the people of Israel um, but there was this kind of like ongoing thing as as it got on as as it went along that people didn't know or hear God's voice anymore. And like, they didn't know who Yahweh was anymore personally. And there was this kind of distance and Jesus basically just told him why he says, whoever is of God, hears the words of God. The reason you don't hear his words is because you're not (laughs) of God, which is intense. Like he's like telling him like, you're, you're the exact opposite of who you think you are and you need to be better. And, uh, and so he kind of lays it on him thick right there and it's getting intense. Uh, Let's go. So we'll end it. Um, this is really cool. So the last portion, forty-eight through forty, or through fifty-nine, and I'll paraphrase, and then we'll I'll read this last um, scripture. Let's go. And the basically the title of this section is "Before Abraham Was I Am," and so it's so sick. It's super sick. So, so they're talking about um, they're they're questioning him. Like well, the first thing they said. Um, the Jews, so he's talking to the Jews at this point. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and a, have a demon? <laughs> so they, yeah, they possessed him of being demon possessed. Demon possessed, and he's a Samaritan. And so he goes, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. So he's like telling everybody about God and all this kind of stuff. And then they keep re- they keep referring to Abraham, and, and they're using Abraham as like kind of a. Uh, ah, I dropped my Bible. Drops his Bible. Um, they're using Abraham as um, what? What is the word I'm trying to say? I don't know. Kind of like a like a stencil. Like, what does life look like? Like a mold. Like Abraham, if that makes sense. Hmm. Um, so, like he says, like now, now we. Um, Oh, because he says, truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my words, he will never see death. And they say, now we know you have a demon. <laughs> yeah, now, what are you all about now? They say, Abraham died, as did the prophets. Yet you say, if anyone keeps my words, you will never taste death. So they start questioning him. They say, yeah. And they say, do you think you're better than Abraham? Like, Abraham was like the, the, the man, man of faith. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he was like the father, the father of, the of all of the faith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they're, they're saying, like, uh, how can you... You know, this is Abraham. You know, and you can't uh, one up Abraham. Yeah. So, so they're saying, are you are you saying you're better than Abraham? And and then Jesus ends it with the one of the coolest lines in the Bible. He says, "Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am." So yeah, that's hard. 
So they picked up stones and throve at him, and but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. So they instantly were like, "Yeah, let's kill him." But <laughs> yeah, let's, let's finish this. Well, because the implications of this are massive, and I've heard so many people like yeah. recently. All of, all of a sudden, I've re- read some like articles on social media and things of people telling people saying that Jesus never said he was God. Ne- Jesus never said he was uh, these things. But Jesus is set, Jesus acknowledged he was the Messiah. Jesus said he's the Son of God. And here's this. Yeah, like a bunch of times. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Literally just said, hey, I'm God. <laughs> yeah, and so that I am translates to Yahweh. But basically, Jesus is saying it. So Yahweh is a name, but Yahweh is also a phrase. And so if, if we were to mention Yahweh back in that day, we would not say I am. We would say he is, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and so then... Jesus saying this is basically he's basically telling them that he is Yahweh in flesh, yeah. which is pretty wild and intense. So that let's end there. I think we wrap it up. Do you have anything to say, Ben, uh, on on chapter eight before we move on? No, I think you nailed it pretty hard. Um, the one thing I would throw in, which is, was right there, um, verse fifty six. It's just a tough line. Jesus just yeah, lays yeah. the law. Say he it. goes. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. Yeah. <laughs> he just bammed them. Yes. After they're fighting so much about how you can't be better than Abraham, and she just goes, yeah, Abraham was waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. That's just tough. He really put it between the eyes, buddy. I think it's great. Um, so we are going to pause real quick, and then we're going to jump back in to the draft. Let's go. And we're back. Hey yo, oh that's gonna sound that's gonna chop up really nice right there, but who cares? Um, anywho, yeah, don't okay. worry about that. Don't worry about it. Um, okay, so we, um, sorry, we had some. We wanted to make sure everything was running smoothly. Yeah, it looked like it was running a little choppy, but it turns out it was fine. So we're gonna move on to a draft. Ben, how about you let us know what we're gonna draft? Give us all the details, and we'll get right into it. All right, let me do that for the folks at home. All right, so. Brett, you already mentioned you won last week, huh? Yep. At worst superheroes. Yep. Which, sad to say, uh, we haven't watched Bible Man yet, but we're gonna do it. Oh, we need to. We were. We, we said were we were gonna stuff. do that last week, didn't we? Yeah, that's the one we were talking about, Benjamin. Yeah, you're right. We'll make it work. We'll watch Bible Man this summer for Bible sure. Bible Man. And then, <laughs> okay, moving on to this week, we are gonna draft. The best, the best, our favorite of the best activities to do at the beach. Ah, Since La Playa, summer's here, folks. Summer's here. Summer's here. We we just started our streak. If you have, yeah, we did. If you didn't know, uh, we uh, we have we have our little friend group, and then everybody is invited to join us. Yeah, uh, if every you're in week. the Southern California area, come through. But we just started the streak. Actually, we started the week before Easter because Easter we got a pass because of the holiday. Yeah, you, it's so Easter. We started you get a pass on that. In March, the last week of March, which is crazy. Yeah, the very last week. So we started the last week of March, and we started going to the beach, and we have a streak that we're trying to beat from last year. Last year we went from we May went almost 31st seven months or something. to November. Like It was after Thanksgiving. It was like the 29th. Yeah. So it was like May 31st to November 29th. We went to the beach every Sunday. Every single weekend. Uh, Sunday, typically. Every single weekend, we went to the beach at least once. And so Yeah, we're going to try and beat it. We're trying to beat our streak this year. So we started early. In, we're trying to go a complete year. We started 
we're so if we if we keep the same streak, like in terms of ending in November, we would have beaten it by two months. But we're yeah. gonna try and go a full year. We'll see what happens. We'll see how far we make it. Yeah, before we bow out. But so if we go how we want it, we'd be April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. That'd be eight months. So we'd beat it if we just make it to where we went last time. Because we went six months last year. Six months straight. Correct. So anyways, so we started. Summer is here because we started our streak. So we are going to draft activities at the beach. Yes, sir. Okay. Rock, paper, skizzies. All right. Rock, paper, skizzies. Shoot. Boom. Get lasered. First overall pick, spike ball. Yeah, we all knew that was coming. At least I did. At least I did. Spike ball is our go-to in our group. Yep, we love playing spike ball. We play spike ball every we week. We just played spike ball <laughs> both days this weekend. We played for like three hours on Saturday, three hours on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot we went yesterday. We, yeah. we played for a long time yesterday, too. Yeah, it was probably played. more like five hours, to be honest. We got there at one and left at like five-something. Yeah. No. Yeah, actually, probably pretty close because we got to the, got back to the church at like six, something. Yeah. To tear down. And then today we went from about one thirty to like, like five. Five. It was like four fifty-five when I looked at my phone. We're getting tan. We're starting tan early. Yeah, I'm a little bit burned. I can feel it on my back right now, but that's perfect. It's a base layer, you know. That's where you start. <laughs> that's perfect. My you sister's just wedding's coming up. Aloe it up. So yeah, I'm he's a, trying I'm to go in tan. I'm going to be tan. And, everyone, my and it's in Washington. In Washington. So everyone's, everyone's going to be pasty. Brett shows up. Oh, hey. I'm going to be like, oh, what's up, players? Hey, Danielle going? and I are going to be rolling up all tan. It's going to be great. You literally love that. All right, so I picked Spike Ball. That's the number one overall pick. Shout out to the boys. Let's go. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to go with. And any of you lady Spike Ballers, if you're out there, we don't know who you are, so let us know. Actually, my wife, Danielle, is pretty yeah, baller at Spike Ball. kind of gross at Spike Ball. Not gonna lie, she hasn't played in a long time though. Um, I'm gonna go with cooking s'mores. Okay, all right, all that right. could be a beach activity, huh? Yeah, like a beach bonfire. I I just didn't know if that was specific enough, but I could pick that. I think it's fine. Okay, you want to do I'm a bonfire or instead of a s'mores? Is that what you want to do? Does bonfire include s'mores? Because s'mores is the important part here. Yeah. Just okay, then yes. Bonfire, yeah. Beach bonfire. I think that'll get more votes. Yeah, I just want to. I didn't know if it was too. Uh, no, I think broad. the s'mores come in with that. I think it's good. All right. So I got Spike Ball. He's got a bonfire. 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 I will take swimming. Simple, but it's good. Yeah, well, that was on my list too. Today, there's it's... nothing. This was the first day today, the first day of the year, because we went in. We went in two weeks ago, Easter. but it was a little rough. We went in yesterday, but it was only for a couple of minutes. Today was the first day we went in and we swam for like probably thirty plus minutes. Yeah, it was a good time. Water Swimming was fifty-seven good. degrees, but we made it work. Yeah, when it gets like warmer, when the water gets like sixty-five plus, it's gonna feel like a bath. We last year we were <laughs> in the water for like an hour, two hours straight. We we're just in the water. It was it's yeah, so it was fun. a lot of fun swimming in the oceans. Awesome. You go out in the water for an hour, go play spike ball for an hour, go back in the water for an hour. Yeah, it's We're, the best. We literally are there all day on Sundays. So good. All right. So I picked, I've got spike ball and swimming. You've got a bonfire and? I'm going to say tossing the old pigskin on the beach. Ooh, football. Some, I've some got some that football. on my list. Some beach football. We always, no matter what we do, we always end up throwing the football at least a little bit. 
every time we're there. It's always That's fun. true. And then Brad I almost diced up some random kids yesterday. So if you guys are listening to this, I know. Thanks for letting them throw a dime. And I, yeah, I'm always trying to jump in and play with some random people. But <laughs> there was they never like a JV me. football team running, like just hanging out at the beach, running plays. And Brett said, "Give me the ball. I'm throwing a dot." <laughs> yeah, I just lined up with them. They're like, "Okay," and then they called hike, and I was like, "Give me the ball." And then <laughs> I'm QB now. And then I threw an absolute bomb to this kid, but he dropped it. I was kind of upset, but yeah. Anyways. But what are you gonna do? It was a good time. So mine's football. Bless you. Bless him. Watch your ears. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Have you seen that interview with that? Yeah. Is Bless it, you. Thank what, you. His, uh, what's his name? Quinnen Williams or something? Yeah. He's a defensive tackle for the uh, Jets. He's like in an interview and he goes, uh, two. And he sneezes. He goes, Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> to himself. Anyway, it's funny. Okay. Uh, so I got spike ball swimming. You got bonfire football. I will pick. What are you going to pick, buddy? Let's see. 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 I'm going to pick. Um, I'm going to pick eating. Sounds funny. Okay. No, that's fine. But like, like beach general picnic? eating, like a beach picnic. Yeah, I'm going to put or that. A, or a beach barbecue. Like, those are always super fun. So. I'm going to put picnic slash barbecue. All right. I'll do. I'll write picnic on my thing. Picnic. Okay. Beach picnic slash barbecue. But hang out. Those are always fun. They are. Anything. Even if you just bring like an ice chest of snacks, like, it's always. Dope yeah, to just it eat down fun. at the beach. It's it's good. There's my pick, a picnic. <laughs> with that, I'm just gonna go with laying out on the beach, just hanging out. Okay, literally laying just out. having a good time. Tanning or laying out? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, are you really gonna make me be that specific here? Yep. Take take your own pick, buddy. Laying out on the beach. Laying out. Sometimes it's nice to just put the umbrella up, chill in the shade, but you're still out the beach. You got the ambiance. You got the I did that once last year. I can't remember what I was doing, but I had like a really busy week and I was exhausted and like we couldn't miss the streak. So I went down there, but I just put my umbrella up and I literally slept on the beach for like two and a half hours. It's a vibe. It's fun. (laughs) It was great. Nice. Okay. So yeah, there was a few weeks last year that uh, Brett was out due to um, some little surgeries. He had surgical procedures. So he was just vibing. He he Abe. He did not lose the streak though. He came. I was there sweating every week, sweating. In the, in the heat, yeah, just sitting, sitting the under the umbrella when it was 98 degrees outside in the summer. <laughs> he yeah. said, "I'm a man for the boys. Got to be there. Got to be there." Um. Okay. I literally have on my list take a nap, so I might have to pick that later. But <laughs> let's go. All right. Okay. So with my fourth pick, I'm gonna pick something I like to do. I like to go surfing. That's one I'll surfing. Do. Surfing at the beach is fun. I don't usually surf on Sundays with the boys, but I usually go during the week, and it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, big fan. I haven't gone in a long time, though, but it's time. It's, it's surfing time. season. There's surfboards in the room. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go with one that I haven't done in forever, probably since I was little, but I'm going to go with just build a few sandcastles. I have that on my list. Sandcastles are sick. Build some sand castles. Build build a sand fortress. Uh, last time I took my nieces and nephews to the beach, I pulled out this shovel and I just dug a hole in the yeah. In you the said sand. I'm going to I'm going all the way. And it was like super deep. I got down to where like water started like pumping pumping up in the bottom through the bottom, and I was kind of mad because I wanted to keep digging, but I can't yeah, when there's my hole's there. ruined. Yeah, but yeah, messing around with the sand. Sometimes it's fun. Like burying people in the sand is always fun. Yeah, it is. Those types of things are really cool. Really, really cool. All right, here's the here's the thing, buddy. This is your fifth. What are we going to? 
We'll do five. We'll just do five. Okay. All right, my last pick. I got burying someone in the sand, but I'm not going to pick that. I've got digging a hole, but I'm not going to pick that. I've got long walk <laughs> on the beach, but I'm not going to pick that. That's kind of romantic. I've got taking a nap. I want to pick that, but for the people, I'm not going to. Um, so I'm between two right now, but I'm going to pick beach volleyball. That was what I was going to pick. Kind of like spike ball. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's probably what spike ball was founded based off of volleyball. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Beach. It's probably ball. it's probably they were thinking of volleyball and Foursquare put into one. Game. Yeah, and they're like, let's just invent that. Yeah. You know, it was a Shark Tank product, spike uh, ball. Yeah, of course. Just making sure you know your history. We have a test coming up. Okay, <laughs> American history. <laughs> All right. All right, I finished my team. I feel pretty good. Now you got to end your pick. Yeah, I got to end my not. pick. You need help? I got a good list. No, your list is trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going to go with one that uh, you don't really see happening in California very often because the water is freezing. But two weeks, three weeks ago, I was just in Hawaii, and the water is warm all the time there. So I'm going to go with snorkeling. I knew it. Yeah. That's a really good one. The, and the water's not as clear here, spots. but there's some cool spots. There's Off Catalina, good... there's a lot. Yeah, and then like but... up in Laguna, there's some really cool spots. Yeah. But snorkeling is tight. Yeah. When I was just in Hawaii, we, me and uh, Jackson, a fellow youth leader, Jackson Collins, um, swam with some sea turtles. It was pretty sweet. Let's go. Um, so that concludes my team as well. So, yeah, we'll end it here. Uh, let's see. I got spike ball, swimming, picnic, surfing, volleyball. Ben has a bonfire, football, laying out, sandcastles, and snorkeling. Those are all heaters, not going to lie. Yeah. I would be happy to partake in any one of those events. Yeah. My honorable mentions, I almost, pitched, <laughs> I almost picked beach soccer. Yeah. Which is really fun. Uh, boogie boarding. That's one I was thinking about picking, but once you took surfing, it was eh. I'll feel it. All right. Well, I think that's it for today's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. It was episode 63. Uh, you guys are killing it, listening in and hanging out. Uh, join us for another episode next week. Stay yep, tuned. Yep, yep. Join us online. Follow us on Instagram. You could see our live stream youth on on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. And then maybe we'll start adding some, if we have a really good Some message. heaters. We'll throw them on here we'll on a Wednesday on or something. Yeah. All right. Well. Love you mucho. Uh, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And cue the outro.